Soita Daf Yud Beis Amud Aleph, page twelve, side A. Daika Nami, I'll also bring you a proof that Kolev was not the son of Knaz. Dixi, because in many places it's written Kolev ben Yifuna Haknizi, but it doesn't say ben Knaz. It says ben Yifuna Haknizi. Uh, doesn't say Ben Knaz as it says about Osniel. Shemami no, so we hear from this that he wasn't his son, but rather that he was from the family members of Knaz. Now the Gemara goes back to explain the Posik of Kolev Ben Chetzrein, Hoylid es Azuva Isha ve es Yiris, ve Eila Bnei ve Eila Boneo, Yoshor ve Sheve ve Ardi. So, Azuva, Zoi Miriam. Uh, Azuva, that is Miriam. Uh, Miriam, uh, our sister. Veloma Nikra Shmo Azuva. Why was her name called Azuva? Shakoil Azavu Mit Chiloso. That everybody neglected her in the beginning. In the beginning, when she became sick because of her leprosy. So, all the uh, young. Israel did not want to marry her. So she's called Azuva. So the Gemara asks about this that we say that Kolev gave birth to Azuva, which is Miriam. So, Hoylid, how could it be he gave birth to her? But he, she was, Miriam was Kolev's wife, not his daughter. And the Gemara answers, Amar Rabbi Yochanan, says Rabbi Yochanan, Kol Hanoise Ishol L'Shem Shomayim, anyone who marries a woman, for the sake of heaven, Mala Olov HaKosuv, Kilu Yilodo, the Torah counts it as if, counts it for him, as if he gave birth to her. And Kolev married Miriam L'Shem Shomayim. And likewise, what it says that he uh, gave birth to, that uh, Kolev ben Chesrin gave birth to Yirius, it's a Yirius, uh, that is that he married Miriam. And the reason she's called so is Shahayu Paneho Yirius, that her face was, uh, looked like Yirius, uh, looked like the curtains, uh, because of her sickness, her face was green without a reddish color. And then what it says in the Pasuk further on, Ve'ela bonneho, these are her sons. So, Altikra bonneho, don't recall, don't pronounce it her sons, because they're not really the names of her sons. Ela bonneho. Uh, those are those who built her, that's her husband. Um, because he built her through marriage. And then she had children like other women. But then the Pasik counts, who are the Baneho, or who are these Baneho? Yashar is Sheyishir as Atzmai, that he made himself straight so that he should not make a mistake of the Meraglim. He's called Sheivav because Sheshivav, he rebelled as Yitzray, his inclination, he did not participate in the advice of the spies. And also he's called the Ardain because Sherodo es Yitzray, because he forced, he ruled over his inclination, who persuaded him to 
go along with the mistake of the Meraglim, and he ruled over it and he didn't follow. And other people say that he's called Ardin al Shahoyu Poneho Doimim Levered. That her face, Miriam's face, after she was healed, were similar to a Vered to a rose. Um, further, the Pasik says, Zula Ashkur Avisukoya Hoyushte Noshim Chelo Venaido. The Gemara explains this pasuk with regards to Kolev and Miriam. Ashkur zekolif. That refers to Kolev. V'lo manikra shmoi Ashkur. Why was he called Ashkur? Shohush charupano v'tanius. Because his face has become darkened through fasting because he accepted on himself fastings to save himself from the advice of the spies. He's also called Avi. So that's called Ashkur Avi, because Shenase Lo Ka'ov. He became to her like a father. He worried about uh, healing her and uh, the necessary food for a person who's sick. And he's also called Tukoya, Shetokas Libo Ilovi Sheva Shemaim. He stuck his heart to his father in heaven. In other words, he accepted upon himself not to go along with the advice of the spies. So the Gemara explains this that it says that Kolev Noshim that Kolev had two wives doesn't mean simply but Naso Miriam Noshim that Miriam became like uh, two women um, there weren't two women that were called so Elo but Chilo, but Miriam in the beginning, she was called Chelo because of her sickness. Ulebasoif, when she was healed, then she's called Naira because the uh, her face uh, turned around. She became like a Naira, like a young, like a young woman. Uh, then the pasuk continues over there. It says Uvnei Chelo Tzeres V'Tzoychar V'Esnon and they also dash in this pasuk of Miriam. She's called Tzeres because she She became a tzara, a problem for her friends because they were jealous in her beauty. And she's also called Tzoyhar. Uh, um, um, for her face was shining like the afternoon. And she's also called Esnon, uh, because she called her Reya Isa, uh, anyone who would see her uh, would immediately uh, want to have a relationship. Moilich Esnon the Ishtoik, and he goes ahead, brings a gift to his wife so that they can have a relationship. Um, the Gemara now goes back to explain the verses with regards to the Shibud uh, Mitzrayim, the enslavement of Egypt. It says in the Pesach, Pari instructed all of his people that all all the sons throw into the river and all the daughters you should not live. Rabbi Yesi Barachanina said that this decree Apalame goes up. He also 
decreed it about his own people. Further said, There were three decrees to throw the born, for the born ones into the river Gozar. Pari decreed. But in the beginning, he decreed on those Jewish newborns, and he didn't place uh, guards, but he relied on the midwives. And he said to them, Im If he's a son, you kill him. Ule and afterwards, until the end, he set down guards, and he said to them, Kol all sons that are born, you throw them into the river. That was uh, for the guards, made, they made sure. But still, the decree only applied to the uh, Yisrael, to the Jews. But at the end, when the stargazer told them that the uh, Savior of the Jews has not yet been smitten, he also decree, decreed on his own people. Pasuk says, "Vayelech ish mi beislevi," and then it says, "Vayikhas baislevi." Talk about slavery. So the Gemara says, "Lehechin halach." Where did he go? It says he went. Where did Amram go? So the Gemara says, "Omar Rabbi Yehuda Bar Zivino." So Rabbi Yehuda Bar Zivino says, "Shaholach baatzas bitay." That Amram went and followed the advice of his, his daughter Miriam. She advised him that he should uh, re-take uh, his wife to be. A Mekadashir a second time. Like we learned in the Brais. Tono, we learned the Brais. Amram Gedoil Hadoyr Hoyo. Amram was a great man in his generation, and people would listen to him. And therefore, Kivon Shagozar Padre Horosha. Once Padre the evil decreed about the Jewish people that Kol Habein Hayilo Dayeda Tashtuchu, all the sons that are born should be thrown into the river. Amrar, so Amram said, In vain we are putting effort in the birth, because at the end they will be killed through Paris servants. So he got up and he divorced his wife. And as a result, in his footsteps, So all the people also got up and divorced, they too divorced their wives. So Miriam, his daughter, says to him, Abba, Father, your decree to divorce the women is more difficult. Because Pare decreed to throw in the sons to the river. For his decree only is applicable to the males. But you decree that they should divorce their wives. And this way you have decreed a destruction. For the male and the females. And further, He only decreed for this world because those will be born that will die, will nevertheless live, live in the world to come. But Be'ato and you, um, through your action of not of divorce, you causing them that they should be destroyed. In this world and the world to come. Because since they won't be born, they will also not go up or get up in Omabo. And further, Pare Rosha Sofik Miskayemus Gzero Sofik Ainemus Kiyomus.
the evil parry, we're not sure whether his decree will uh, come follow, go through, will be fulfilled, or maybe not be fulfilled, because possibly the HaKadosh Baruch Hu will not allow for this Gzeda, but Ato Tzadik, but you are a Tzadik, is for sure that your decree that there should be no children will be fulfilled. And you decree and you say and it comes true for you. So Amram listened to the uh, voice of his daughter. And he got up and he brought his wife back. He returned, remarried her. And in his footsteps, everybody got up and they too returned their wives. The Gemara says, since we are explaining that the Pasik means Vayelech, means that he went back and he retook her, so why does it say Vayikach, which has the understanding that this was a first time taking? It should have said that he returned the daughter of Levi, because she was already his wife from before. More answers. Um, Rabbi Yehuda Bar Zvino said, "We learn out from the lotion of Ayikach that Amram redid in the second time that he married her the act he did like the act of the first likuchim, Maisel likuchim of the first one. That is, what did he do?" He set her in the Apirion in with great honor. And Aaron and Miriam were dancing in front of her. And the angels that serve said about her, the mother of the sons, is rejoicing. The Gemara asks, the Posik says, as Bas Levi. He took the door of Levi. So the Gemara, Efsher, Bas Meya, Ushleishim, Shona, Havye. Is it possible that although she's 130 years, uh, talk about the second time, Vikori Lei, and the Posik calls her Bas. Bas means the daughter, Bas, that she was a youngster, a child. And he doesn't call her Isha. Uh, and she was already 130 years. Uh, how do we know that she's 130 years? The Gemara brings a proof. said, It is written when the Jews descended to Mitzrayim, it says, There were 70. So although the number that are specified in the Psukim was only 69, so. The seventy in soul is that she was conceived uh, in the on, on the root, but uh, she was born in between uh, the gates, meaning while they already entered into Egypt, uh, she became the seventy. Because with regards to Yechavet, it says that she has given birth to her, to Yechavet, to Levi in Mitzrayim. So from the fact that it says Asher Yoldo, so that tells us that Leidoso be Mitzrayim. Her birth was in Mitzrayim, but Ve'ein Heidoso be Mitzrayim, but her, she was not conceived in Mitzrayim. 
So since she was born on the day that he entered Egypt, so it turns out that when Amram went back to marry her, she was 130 years. I think one answers, Amr Rav Yehuda, says Rav Yehuda, that the reason why she's called Bas is that she was had signs of youth, just like a bas, kibas, just like a daughter. Uh, the woman conceived, that's, uh, and she gave birth, that's Moshe Rabbeinu. So the Gemara asks, why does the Pasuk say, Vatar Isha? After it says, Vayelech Ish Vayikach, Vahavas Mi Abra Bey Tlosa Yarchem She was already pregnant with Moshe from the first marriage. And that was three Chadashim, three months before he retook her. The Gemara answers, Omar of Yehuda Barzivino. Yehuda says, Rav Yehuda Barzivino says, that the Torah writes the pregnancy next to the birth, to compare the birth to the conceiving, to teach us, just like the conceiving was done without, was without pain, also the birth was done without pain. From here we see that the righteous woman like Yecheved, they were not included in the Pisco in the note of Chava, which means they were not, Pandem was not decreed the pain in the uh, pregnancy and the birth as was decreed on Chava. When Moshe Rabbeinu was born, the Pesach says, She saw that it was good. Tanya, we learned in Abraise. What is this goodness that she saw? The mayor says, Toiv Shmoi, that the name of the child is Toiv. She saw it, Toiv. Rav Yudha says that they added the name of Yudkin's name, that uh, that his name was really not Toiv, but Toivio, they added the Yudke. Rabbi Chemiyah says that um, she saw that he will is destined to be Hogun Linevius fit for prophecy. Others say that Noilat Kishumol he was born circumcised. The time that Moshe was born, Nismale Habayis Kuloi Oyer, the entire house was filled with light. Ksiv Hocha, they learned because Ksiv Hocha here it says Vatele Oisoy Kitoyv, she saw that he was good. Ksiv Hocha over there it's written with regards to creation of the world Vayar Elikim Asayir Kitoyv, and Hashem saw the light that it was good. So we see that the light is called Toyv. Vatitzpineyu. So that's why we're saying that he was um, um, born that is Bala Oyr. But it's Beneu Shloishirachim. So the Gemara explains that the reason that she could have hid him for three months was 
the Egyptians counted the nine months to her pregnancy from the day that Amram remarried her. But we have a but in actuality she was already pregnant with Moshe from the first marriage. And that was that was three months before he brought her back the second time. So it turns out that she gave birth to six months from the uh, from the second um, from the second time that he took her. So he was born after six months. So um, she actually gave birth at the end. Six Chodoshim from the second time that he took her. Which is really nine months from the time that he was conceived, but six times from the, from the time that he took her again, which was three months later. And therefore he was able to hide her for, hide him after he was birthed for another three months, because they didn't suspect that she's going to give birth until after nine months from her second marriage. And she gave birth nine months from her first marriage, which was six months after her second marriage, and she had three months to hide the baby. So nothing more says, And then she, after that, after she couldn't hide him anymore. Amai. Why couldn't she hide it? Just like she hid him for the three months, why couldn't she continue to hide him? The more answers, Ella, the reason she couldn't hide him, is because when the Egyptian would hear that a Jewish child was born, they would find the child by means of they would bring another baby there so that the Jewish child should hear him and will start to cry uh, and therefore, she couldn't hide Moshe any longer because she was afraid they were going to uh, do this and reveal. Uh, in other words, the Baskel was saying to the waters uh, of the um, of the sea when they. Uh, the Mitzrim were uh, bringing them into the water uh, they should drown these Shualim those are the um, those are the um, Egyptian children Shualim because they were uh, destroying uh, the Kromim Chablum Kromim at the time Boit Karmenus Smother our Carmen uh, was smothered, so their shu, their shu'olim, their little Egyptians would reveal the Jewish children. They would reveal the Jewish children. They are um, uh, the uh, children when they're young. They're called smothered. That's like the grapes when it's very small. It's called smothered, so that they are uh, smothered. So they were mechablim the kromim the smothered. So she took for him a tave of Goimer, and then she says the Posik, Batachmano Bachemer Vazefes, and she smeared it with the Chemer and Zephes, Vatosimbo 
as a yell, she placed the baby into the box. Yechevet um, placed the baby in the box. The Gemara asks, Maishno, how come she placed him goyme in a goyme? Uh, it would seem like he would be more protected in other, more harder words. The Gemara answers, Omer Rav Lozor, Rav Lozor, Mikan. From here we can bring a proof. Latzadikim shamamoynam chavvaleim yisur migufa that their money is more value to them, more dear to them, more than their body, and therefore they used a cheap item, the goyim, instead of regular wood. The kol kach lama. Why is it actually so precious to them, their money more than the body? The fish ain't poishtin yedeim begozel because they don't stretch out their hands in gazel to steal. Shmuel bar Nachmoni Omar. Shmuel bar Nachmoni says the reason why he took a goyme is because dovar rach. It's something soft, soft item. She yochel lamed bifnei dovar rach and dovar kasha. It can hold, can withstand whether the uh, teva would be uh, come confront a something which is soft. Uh, so when it hits us, uh, or when it hits something hard, because something soft, when it hits a stone, it would it just goes back; it doesn't break. So this goyme would withstand both. This is the pasuk about tachmero b'chemer b'zefes. She smeared it with chemer b'zefes. Tana we learned in the brayse that they smeared the box chemer mibifnim. The chamer was on the inside, the zephyrs mi bachutz, but the tar was on the outside, not the inside. Kedeisha loy yariach oisei tzadik reyach rosa, that tzadik, Moshe Rabbeinu, should not smell the bad smell of the zephyrs of the tar. Vatosem bo esayeled, vatosem basuf, she placed the child inside the box. She placed it by suf, al, then it says asfasi yoyer at the edge of the river. And the Gemara, Explains what is this suf? It's a vatosim basuf. Rabbi Lozer, Aimer, Rabbi Lozer says that she placed him in Yamsuf, in the Yamsuf, the series. Rabbi Shmuel Banachmoni, Omer, Rabbi Shmuel Banachmoni says, Soita, Daf Yud Beis, Omer Beis, side 12, uh, page 12, side B. That she placed him in the Agam. Uh, that's the place where there's thin sticks and uh, willow uh, branches at the edge of the river. And suf means uh, willow uh, trees. And we find that it's called so like the Pasik says, Kone Vasuf Komelo. So the Kone, these are kanim sticks. Uh, suf, that's uh, willows. Uh, Further, it's written in the Pasuk, that the daughter of Pari descended to bathe on the Yoyer. says in the name of Shimon Yoyer that this Pasuk teaches us that the daughter of Pari descended to clean herself off from the uh, of a deserver father, so she she descended to immerse herself for the purpose of gavus. Likewise, we find he says in, that the 
return when one repents from his sin, that's called Rechitza. Because it says in the Paschim, If God bathed off, washed the Tzoya, the Shmutz of the daughters of Tzien, the Goimer, etc. Then the Paschim continues saying, that her maidens were going next to the river, etc. This language is just the language of death. And as it will be explained, that uh, Gabriel killed them because they protested that she saved Moshe. Likewise, the verse says, by death we find the language of going, it says, by Esau, hinei anoichi hoileich, Lomos, I am going to die. Later on, the Pasuk says, uh, She saw the box in the middle of the Suf. The Gemara says, Kevon the Chazu, once the maidens of Pare saw the Kabo'u la Tzulei Lomosha, that Batya wants to, uh, Pare's daughter, to save Moshe from the river. They protested. Amrullah, they said to her, Gvir Tainu, our mister, mistress, master, Min Hogeshel Oilom, the uh, custom of the world is that when Melech Bosar Vedom, Gezer Gezeira, that if a king of flesh and blood decrees a decree, Im Khal Oilom Kulein Mekaimin Oisa, even if the entire world does not fulfill the decree, but the sons and the family members, they fulfill. And you are the transgressing the decree of your father who said to drown him. But Gabriel, so the Malach Gabriel came and he banged them on the ground and they died. She stretched, he sent her Amosa and she took it. Uh, the Gemara that there's a machloekis of Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Nechemia. What is the meaning of Amosa? Chad. One of them says Omar that what she sent was that she stretched out Yoda her hand, and she brought the box to herself. Chad Omar one says that she sent Shifchosa her maid servant to bring the box. The Gemara says Ma the Omar Yoda one who says her hands is Tixiv Amosa her hand. And he explains it simply that Amma is the hand. Manda Omar Shiv Chosod, one says the maidservant. He says, me, he explains as follows. Me, like Siv Yoda, if the intention of the Pasik was, the verse was to, she stretched out her hand, should have said Yoda, her hand, like the Torah uses all over. But this tells us that the meaning of Amosa here means her maidservants. So the Gemara, Manda Omar, and the one who says that she sent her maidservants, Ha'amrit ba'gavril chabotam ba'karka, but didn't you say that Gavril came and banged them against the ground and they died? So how was she able to send her maidservants? And the Gemara, the Shayer Lo Chada Gavril, left over one maidservant that didn't die. The love Urchida Bas Malkulamekam Lechudo. It is not the custom of the daughter of a king to go around by herself. And that maid servant is whom she sent to bring the uh, motion. Says the Gemara, the Gemara asks, Lamanda Omar, according to the one that says that she had actually stretched her yoda, her hand, Lichtoiv, let the Torah should have said yoda, as they always say, why does it say amosa? The 
Gemara answers, Therefore it says, to teach us that her hands stretched out. There was a miracle that it became many Amas so that she could reach the box, and that's why it's called Amosov from Loshan Amas because it stretched out many Amas. The Omar Mar, because with Mar said with regards to the uh, stretching out of the uh, scepter that Achashverish stretched out to um, Esther, that the same miracle as that his hand stretched out, that the same miracle happened, the hand, the hand of Paspare, of the daughter of Pare, that it became longer. Likewise, we find by the teeth of the evil, the teeth of the Oig, the king of the Bosha, that became long. The Pasuk says, You've broken the teeth of the evil. Don't pronounce it as broken, but that you have prolonged. She opened up and she saw the child. The Gemara says, why does it say, And she saw, not The Gemara answers, says, when the positive is not talking about the child, but she saw the divine with him. The positive continues, says, Behold, a lad is crying. So the Gemara asks, why in the beginning the positive called a yelled, which is referred to as a yelled, it says, but later on it says, and then he's called a nar, a youngster. So it's mashma that he was older. Uh, the one answer is Tona. We learned who yelled v'koylekinar. He was a child uh, uh, in his limbs. He was like small, but he was called a nar because his voice was strong as a lad, as a young young fellow. Even Rabbi Yehuda's words, Rabbi Yehuda, Amaleidam Nechemya says, Rabbi Nechemya, Cain, according to your words, that his voice was like a child. In the young age, so it comes out that his voice was different than other people. He made Moshe Rabbeinu into a uh, a levy who has a blemish in his voice, and he would be disqualified for the service of the song. And the Gemara answers, "Ella," but this is the way we should explain it. The reason is called Anar mother says, I, she made him a, a chupa, a canopy of youth, while he was in the box that she placed him. Because, she says, perhaps I will not merit to be participated in his chupa. So she had mercy, the daughter of Pare. She said, this is of the children of the Ivrim. The Gemara says, from where did Batya know that this is from the children of the Ivrim? But also the Egyptian children were thrown into the river. They were answers of Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Chanina. Rabbi Chanina said, She saw him that he was circumcised, so she knew that he was Jewish. And the fact that it says, What does it mean? 
that she prophesies unknowingly, and the meaning of her words is uh, that this one, this is Moshe, Neifel, uh, he fell in, and, uh, but from now on, nobody else will fall in the river. This is what Rabbi Lozer said with regards to the prophets of the Oyvdikachavim. What is the meaning of the verse? When the idol worship and the serve the stars will say to you, Dirshu el ha'oviz vel ha'yidoinim Seek the Oviz yidoinim ha'metzavtzifim and v'ha'magim that they the um, magim those are the descriptions they prophesize in a derogatory way. So what does it mean? Mitzavtzifim, meaning soifim. Uh, they see that there is a sign. Enemy they matzoifim don't know what they see with the sign. And magim means uh, magim meaning they express a voice in their throat. But and they don't know what they're expressing. Gemara explains why was the decree nullified. Because in the beginning, Shero, the stargazer, saw that he is destined to be punished in the water. So therefore, they stood up and they decreed all the sons that are born should be thrown to the river so that he should actually be smitten and won't be able to tell them. But therefore, cave on the shadiyul Moshe. After Moshe was thrown, Amru they said, "Tula chazinon kehusimon." We don't see the sign anymore. Obatilu ligizeretayu. So they uh, nullified the decree of all sons must be thrown to the river. The Gemara explains, but vehaim enam yedim. The targazes didn't know that the interpretation of what they saw that is going to be punished with water is She'al Meimeriva who like it, that for this sin of the Meimeriva, the waters of argument, he is going to be punished, that he's not going to go in to Eretz Yisrael. Like the Omar Abicham Abarachab Chanina, like Rabbi Chomar Chanina says, My Dixi, what is the meaning of the verse? Hey, Mamei Meriva Sheravu. Those are the argument water that they argued. What is the meaning of the word Hema? That appears that they, those are the ones that already he spoke about. But Sharaw it's but the Targis Pare saw that Maisha will be is destined to be punished in water and they made a mistake. They thought that he's gonna be punished with water. But the meaning of their seeing was that he's going to be punished for the maid medieval. And this means Hema. Those are the waters that the Itzagnini Paris saw. Hema Maimeriva. Those are the water the Paris saw behind the cover of Moshe. And this is what Moshe says, since through Moshe the Gezeira to throw in all the firstborn has become nullified. That's why Moshe says, Sheish Meis Ragli so what does it mean? Six hundred thousand defeat Ragli that Amalam Moshe Li Yisrael. Moshe said to the Yidden Bishvili because of me. Shenitzaltum Kocha that you're all saved. Since I was in the water, the Egyptians thought that I've already been beaten. That that was I was like it. 
and therefore they nullified their gezeira, and that is because of that is you all got saved from his decree. The Gemara brings down a machlekes of a marayim in which they Moshe Rabbeinu was thrown to the river. Rabbi Chanina bar Papi Omer, Rabbi Chanina Papi says, Oisa hayoyim that day that Moshe was thrown to the river was Esrim ve'echad bin Nisan on the twenty-first day of Nisan. Amr ma'achas shores tevnei Hakadosh Baruch Hu tell the angels that serve before Hashem and Ben Shalaylo. Master of the universe, is it then fitting that Misha Asi Lay Mashid Alayom Beyim Zeh? The one who's destined to say the song over the sea on this day, which is the 24th, first day of Nisan, which is the day that the Yamsuf was, Kriyas Yamsuf, Yilka Beyim Zeh should be smitten on this day. Rabacha Barchanina Omar, Rabacha Barchanina said, Oisa Yom, that Mashid Abain was thrown in, and she should be Sivan Hoya. That was in the sixth day of Sivan, Amr Malachi Shalos, and Akadish Baruch Hu. So the angel that serves said before Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Rabbi Nishalaylam, Mishaosi lekabel Torah Marsina beYemze, one who is destined to receive the Torah from Marsina on this day, because Kavasa Torah was in sixty-seven, Gilka beYemze should be beaten on this day. The Mosh said, "Bish lemanda Omar, one who says according to that he was thrown into river Bishishi beSivan on the sixth day of Sivan, Mashkachas lagimul Yarchi." Then you find three months, uh, we understand when the Pasuk says that she hid him for three months from the day of his birth until she threw him into the river. The Amar Ma'ar, because the Ma'ar said that B'Shiva Ba'ador Meis, the Meshav died on the seventh of Adar, B'Shiva Ba'ador Neilad Meisha, and on the seventh of Adar he was born. B'Shiva Ba'ador Vachi Shabishiva, on from seventh Adar until the sixth day of Sivan, Klosa Yarchav, Klosa Yarchav. You have three months. But the one who says that they threw him into the river on the 21st of Nisan, how are you going to find three months from Zion other till Chafal of Nisan is less than three months? They want to answer, Are you saying that year that Moshe was thrown into the river? It was a leap here, it had two others. Moshe was born on the first other. And this that it says that she hid him for three months is not full three months. Rubai Rishain, majority of the first month that's from Zion other till Saif other Rishain, Virubishalachrain, and the third months from Aleph Nisan till uh, the twenty first of Nisan. And so you show them in the middle month, the entire uh, month of other Shani. So the sister of Moshe says to the daughter Parish, should I go and call you a nursing mother from the Ivris? And she will nurse the child for you. So they want to ask Moshe, no, Ivris. Why? Did she say that she's going to bring to her a nursing mother from the Hebrews? From the Hebrews, it appears that the Baspare didn't want for him to nurse from the Egyptians. What answers Malamed is Tishach Ziruhu that in the beginning they turned him around the Moshe. They tried to give Moshe alcohol, Amitzvah's call. All the Egyptian women, well, they didn't agree to nurse. Amar is. 
Hashem said, Pesh Osel Dabri Mashkina, Yinak Dabri Tomei. A mouth who is going to speak with the Shechina should nurse an uh, impure matter from a, from a woman that ate Dvarim Tameim, uh, defiled stuff. Because the child tastes in the milk the unclean things. And since he did not want a nurse, so Miriam says, Shall I go and call you a woman from the Hebrews too? So you should give it to nurse him. And Pastor continues, The Gemara explains. To whom did HaKadosh Baruch Hu teach Torah? And to whom does, it, does he give uh, the Shmua, the, 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 the learning is to one who uh, separated himself and he was gummel from Cholov, from unclean milk and one who removed himself from impure uh, Shaddai. And therefore, this goes on Moshe Rabbeinu, so he is the one who will be Yoyedadeya and Yovin Shmo. But Tamer Lopare Lechi, so Paris said to her to go, Amar Abelazar, says Abelazar, that this that the Alma said, Miriam Alamed, Shaholcha, that Miriam went to bring a nursing woman quickly like an Alma, like a young girl who has all, all strengths. But Shmuel Nachmani says that it says Alma that she hid her words. She didn't uh, tell her that she was the sister and that she's going to bring the mother of the child. And Bas Pare told to um, to Miriam, take this child to um, to Yechavit uh, and nurse him for me, and I will give you pay for it. So the woman took the child and she nursed him. The Gemara explains. Chomachanina said that there was a spirit of prophecy, Misnabro, that she prophesied. She didn't know what she prophesied. Helichi, in uh, in abbreviation, the word Helichi is Ha Shalichi, take yours. And this is what it was because that was really Yechavet's son. Go and nurse it. And I will give the reward. It's not enough tzaddikim that their lost object is returned to them, but we actually pay them for it also. After Kriyas Yamsu, the Pesach says, that Miriam, the prophecy, the sister of Aaron, took the toif, the, the drum of Gaimer. The Gemara says, why is she called Achis Aaron, the sister of Aaron, the Loi Achis Moshe, and now this is Moshe, the Gemara says, Rabbi Amram, Amarav, said Rabbi Amram, Amarav, Rabbi Amri, Lo Amarav, Nachman, Amarav, and now they say, Rabbi Nachman, said Amarav, Malamed, this teaches us, Shehoisom, Isnabo, Kshi Achis Aaron, that Miriam was a prophet, even before Moshe Rabbeinu was born, while she was only Achis Aaron, Shehoisom, and she wasn't Achis Moshe then, and still, she prophesied them.